Hey there, thanks for joining us on this special Q&A episode of the Made It in Music podcast. Recently, we posted an episode with Jordana Bryant, a 17-year-old pop country singer-songwriter from Pennsylvania who just moved to Nashville and signed a record deal with Riser House. Make sure you check that out when you get a chance. In this episode, members of our Song Chasers community got to ask specific questions, and now you get to hear the answers. Our Song Chasers community members get to watch these trainings live every single month. They get to interact with Seth Mosley and each of our guests, and then we always open the floor for them to ask any questions they want. If you would like to learn more about the Song Chasers community, head over to joinsongchasers.com. Now let's go ahead and get into this Q&A session with Jordana Bryant. Let's jump into Q&A. So we are transitioning. So all of you guys who posted questions earlier, please repaste them in the chat. And for those of you, (laughs) for those of you guys who did not post, now is your time to do it. You have access to one of the most talented humans (laughs) alive here. Um, Great songwriter, great artist, great. uh, You're kind of like a little CEO boss, (laughs) hashtag boss babe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Riley, you want to read this? Yeah, yeah. So we've got Cody is asking, what do you hope for your big future ahead? Just any plans, any dreams? There, <laughs> I mean, there are a few ones that I'm hoping to uh, be able to to do in the next little bit. Definitely playing the Opry is mm-hmm. on my bucket list. There's just so much history there. And um, it's just so incredible. I feel like it's just so many of the people who made me fall in love with music are, have played there. And so I'd, I'd love to play there. Um and let's see definitely doing some more touring i've done a few shows this summer um you know i i like i did cma fest i opened for us this road um on you know one of their tour dates um but definitely i hope um this next spring and summer i'll be able to do some more touring uh and yeah i just really want to be able to be releasing more music ultimately for me like what i really want to do with my music is just be able to uh lift people up i feel like music is like I said this earlier, but I feel like it's so special and how it has the ability to inspire people. And so I hope that my music, you know, if someone's having a great day, it makes them feel even better. If they're having a not so good day, it, you know, kind of lifts them up and makes them, uh, you know, feel a bit better from that. And so, uh, yeah, I just really hope I can continue to share my music with more people and, uh, and get to keep doing what I love. Mm-hmm. That's um, well said. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I agree. completely. Yeah. Um, let's see, Bill is asking, does your level of guitar playing ever impact your ability to get the song that is in your head out? I will tell you, I don't think so. I am not the best guitar player. (laughs) There are people like Seth and like, you know, people who, when I'm in a session with them and I'm like, how does it sound so much better when you play the notes than when I do? But um, I I think having a basic understanding, especially in country, of how to play guitar is helpful because for me, a lot of the time, I'll get melody ideas when I'm just messing around with chords on the guitar. But I definitely think you don't need to be an expert at it. You don't need to know a ton of music theory, like, know very much. And also, um, like, Benny Blanco, who's one of the best pop writers doesn't know how to play any instruments he literally um like i remember from watching this ryan tedder course that he said like he will literally go up to a piano and be like what note is this like guys put this one in and like it sounds good like you don't need to have a vast understanding of you know how to play a bunch of instruments or like music theory or like all these you know 
like different chords, like sharp suspended seven, whatever <laughs> things like, um, and especially if you're going into a session where like, I know a lot of the times when I'm going into a session with Seth that like, he'll come up with a cool idea for a different chord that I don't even know what it is, but like, he'll, you know, um, and I don't really know. I think like you don't need to have a super, um, you know, expansive knowledge of guitar, just knowing some basic chords, I think definitely helps to be able to, um, you know, while you're writing by yourself and while you're coming up with ideas, just have something to bounce off of. For, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jinx. Well said. <laughs> well said. Um, Kim is asking, can we raise hands? For sure. Definitely. If you have a question, go ahead and throw your hand up and we will like get to you after this next question. Yeah. Um, so Joelle is asking, how do you navigate being both a songwriter and an artist? Yeah. Um, so I think definitely um, like, I would say just writing a bunch, even um, if there are ideas that you wouldn't write uh, like for yourself as an artist, I think is great. I think uh, a lot of times when you're seen as more of an artist, it can be hard to kind of get those first few rights where you're writing for other people. But I think writing with people who you become friends with is a good way to do that, where you don't have to necessarily be writing for yourself as an artist, because, uh, you know, sometimes people are just more picky about who they write with when they're, you know, writing for themselves as an artist, especially if they're more of an established artist. But I think writing with friends who are, like, also fellow, like, you know, up and coming artists who might not be, have the biggest fan base yet, might not be the most established, but who like where you can write some songs for yourself, you can write some songs for them. I think that really helps you be kind of start becoming seen as more of, you know, a songwriter too, where you can say like, I'm not just an artist who sometimes writes for myself. Like I write for myself all the time and I write for other artists too. Uh, and I think if you like really want to be a songwriter being like strong about like, no, I don't want to take any cuts. Like I want to write all the songs that I'm releasing, you know, whether you feel that or not, just like, if you want, if you care about that, then just be strong about that. Because of course, like there are a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, like, why don't you just take a few songs that are like cuts, like instead of us trying to wait for you to come up with a great song be like, like, no, this actually, like, I, I want to wait until we find the right song that I've written on. Um, and, you know, so I think that matters too. And I think just, yeah, just writing all the time really helps. And uh, seeing yourself, like just seeing yourself as a songwriter and not needing someone else's uh, approval or, you know, that you are a songwriter, just in your head, you are a songwriter, you are an artist. Don't wait for anyone else to give you that permission to be or a songwriter to call yourself a songwriter. Mm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. We've got a hand raise. We've got Kim. If you want to unmute yourself, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Hi. 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 Hey, so my question is a little probably unique. So I have um, an eight-week timeline, and I am releasing a three-song EP that I've already paid production for. And so I've written about 25 songs or so, but I'm having a really hard time deciding which three to pick for the EP. So I've just started co-writing since I joined Song Chasers like on July 4th, and I've done a co I've done one co-write, but then another one that I, I'm working on on the side. And so I've kind of been in a little shock, I think, you know, because I didn't really know how to go about kind of like vetting people for this. And so I did a co-write with somebody that's not in the group this week and it just really didn't work out the way I wanted. You know, I, I, the girl, she, um, she didn't play an instrument. 
I thought she could sing, but then once we got in the car, right, I really realized, oh, wow, I can barely even make out what she's trying to sing, you know, and then we, she worked on lyrics and I was like, oh yeah, um, I'm not going to sing any of these lyrics on my EP. <laughs> so, you know, I was just nice and we only got through about a half of a verse in two hours and then we're rescheduled to write again next week. And so I just don't feel like I have time really to even go back and, you know, work on the right with her again. So I guess my question is, what's a proper way for vetting people, you know, especially when you're in a time crunch and this is really important because I borrowed money, you know, for the production. So I'm paying monthly for a year on it. And I want to make sure whatever songs I do that they're really good. So it's not just like a hobby for fun or whatever. Um, you know, I mean, what's a, a good way? It, should I say like, you know, send me a couple of tracks of your vocals, send me a couple of songs that you've actually written the lyrics on. And then, you know, if I don't like it, just kind of say, um, I don't feel like we're a good fit. I mean, how would you go about doing that? Yeah, so I'd say I totally know what you mean. Um, I think I would probably, what I would say is before even reaching out to them, uh, I think a lot of times people do have stuff on their social media where you can hear, or maybe they'll even have a few released songs. So I would say if you can kind of just search them up and try to listen to whatever they have on their Instagram or Spotify, if they have anything there, that's a great way to kind of just vet like, you know, are your styles similar? And a lot of the times, you know, you kind of do have to get in the room um, before knowing whether you're you know, styles really go. But I think maybe a good way of doing that is just being, you know, setting aside a time like, hey, I'd love to write with you. And like, but I only like if you're planning the right, just say you only have an hour or something where you, that way, like you can have an excuse after an hour if it's not going well that you're like, I have to run to this thing. Um, and that way, you know, you don't have to uh, spend more time if you feel like you guys just aren't going to be a good fit. Uh, but I, I think, you know, a lot of times you do just kind of have to get in the room to feel like whether you're, whether, you know, your energies match and whether you, um, you know, really just go well together. And there are definitely rights where you come off of it and you're like, I'm, I really just wouldn't write that. That's not how I would say it. Like, right. and that's totally fine. And I think, you know, don't see that as wasted time because it's you becoming more clear on who you are as an artist and a writer and what you want to say and what you don't want to say. Okay. Yeah. That's so good. And it is a great question. And honestly, the, the big thing is, is like with co-writing, I mean, especially when you're starting out, you have to kind of try a lot of different yeah. i mean you said you did like 48 zoom rights before you even yeah. ever did an in-person ride and, and that you may not have time to do that but like point being i mean you at some point you do want to make sure that the people you're riding with are you know at least at a similar skill level that you are and they're of a similar musical mind there's chemistry there and, and from there you kind of just have to get in the room and try it and just know that hey not every single right is going to turn into uh something amazing you know it's and, right. and so yeah there's nothing wrong with you know um just if, if you start something and you're like this is just we're not going to finish this there's there's no there's no rule saying you have to go back and finish it mm -hmm. you know you can always okay. <laughs> you can always just say hey I, I loved connecting with you you know let's um stay in touch i, th I think i think i'm gonna go a different direction mm -hmm. with the song or whatever yeah. whatever you need to do but just you okay. know yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also think 
like knowing if you don't know really the skill level of the person you're going into a write with don't bring your best ideas in like I've definitely felt that where I bring in an idea I'm super excited about and super attached to and then they just take it in a direction where I'm like what happened like I don't love what we came up with and I had an awesome idea going in so for those rights maybe just you know stick to more rough ideas that aren't you don't feel are as like strong or at least aren't the ones where you'd be upset if it you know turned into something that you wouldn't put out right mm-hmm. okay thank you so much it's thanks great. kim it's great kim yeah we've got christine if you want to unmute yourself potentially it's <laughs> christine there there oh, we go there she is we see her we don't we don't un- hear yeah, her yeah unmute yourself yeah i think you turned your camera on but you gotta un- unmute your microphone there you there go. go yeah <laughs> hi this is my first time getting with the group um i signed up also on uh last month but family situations didn't allow me to uh start so i'm just starting now I, my question is, do you get the co-writers through song chasers or uh, and how do you find your co-writers? Yeah, so um, I think it depends. Like for me, when I first started, it was uh, someone who I knew, a publisher in town, setting up a lot of rights for me. But I think social media is a great song chasers is obviously an amazing way to meet a lot of co-writers additionally uh, I think social media is an awesome way if you like kind of find someone else who's another starting out artist who you follow and then maybe they follow you back or even if they don't like just dm them and be like hey I love your music I'd love to write with you sometime like a bunch of people I've connected with that way and um, you could just hop on a zoom session or if you're both in the same place you could like do an in-person one but I think just dm some people on like social media who you feel like would be a good fit who are around the same you know uh, type of level or you know uh, how they are like you know some if you dm someone who's like sean mendez you probably won't get a response because he's super busy and you know but like right. uh, it still doesn't hurt to reach out to people who are like you know more uh, built up artists but i would say reach out to a bunch of people you feel like are also starting out artists and some bigger ones too but you're likely to get a lot of responses back on on the artists that you reach out to yeah. Okay. And definitely use use song chasers as an asset. I mean, that's that's half the reason for right. it. You, you right. got a great, great pool of people here, several hundred people totally. where you can just go through their bios, go through their yeah. links. Yeah. Find okay. out what- and filter like, down in the member directory. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, literally, like all the people who are on here. Like, yeah. Just yeah. That's what I was thinking. I just haven't gotten started with doing it, you know, putting the profile together and all that. But yeah. Okay, good to know. Thank you. We're glad you're on here, though. Yes. Thank you so much. All righty. Well, we've got Shamaya. Got Shamaya with his hand raised. Let's see. Do we got you out there, Shamaya? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. Uh, I might be cutting in and out a little bit. Can you hear me? Okay. Hey, um, fan of the music, by the way. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it, it's breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Let me join back and come back in. Okay. You, you get in it? We're, we're yeah, better now. I think we better now. Better now? Yeah. yeah. 
let's maybe come back to him. Yeah. Um, let's let's take a question from the chat. Um, let's see. Can we raise hands? We've already got the. So you talked about how be, be, mm-hmm. be, being yeah. a songwriter and an artist. Um, not really a question, but Lolly says mm-hmm. you're 18 and I'm 81 and I'm still singing and writing. You have many <laughs> years to continue to share your love of performing and writing. It's awesome. It's encouraging. Yeah. yeah. I love Definitely. that. <laughs> um, Loomis is, is being funny. He said, would you rather endorse a guitar fuzz pedal called Fuzzy Socks or a yoga clothing line called Shape of You? Mm. Probably the first one. I think Fuzzy, fuzzy Socks, socks. is <laughs> really appealing. Right. It's it's ironic, like the yoga line that it's like clothing, but it's called Shape, Shape of, of You. Like that's, that's like really kind of cool. Cool. It's like, yeah. Honestly, pitch it to Ed Sheeran. I right. feel like that's a really good line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, I think hey. we got Shamaya back in here. I don't know if he's, he's there. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Janelle. Okay. Wonderful. I turned down my hotspot, just joined back in. No worries. <laughs> okay. Once again, I'm a fan of the music, Jordana. Thank you so much. Thank you. No problem. You, I just got off work. But, um, anyways, uh, for like something like um, doing music and everything, um, for like getting ready for like, say if you're getting ready for a show, like do you recommend uh, like getting voice lessons, you know, like get preparing, you know, like doing voice lessons for, or like from YouTube or like, how do you go about that? Cause it's like always confusing. Like, does this actually work? You know, you know, like better preparing your voice, you know, to be ready for however long it'd be at that showcase. Cause I would like to get into that soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I think definitely for me, I know voice lessons have really helped because uh, I think it just teaches you like one, the proper way to sing where you can have your voice, like where you can be doing sets that are like, you know, two hour sets every night, like, and you won't lose your voice. Like, cause that's something really important. If you're not singing properly, if you're like pulling or straining, it's just not going to be like you, like you could lose your voice, you know? Uh, so there are a lot of great ones. I think uh, for me, Ken Tamplin Vocal Academy, he has a bunch of great online courses and uh, he's amazing. He is one that like, uh, I think he has a ton of great insight, but there are so many ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, just just look and research some and try to like make sure they're vetted because like I, I'm sure there are also some that probably don't teach the, you know, prob- I don't know if there's a proper way, but probably like teach you stuff that might hurt your voice. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of really great ones. Um, so I think that's great. And then also, um, I think I for me, like practicing just by myself, the like whatever your show is practicing that a lot until it becomes like so locked in that you don't even have to really think about it is really important like I know before my first um shows I was just like practicing every night um you know with just like a mic stand that I had and a water bottle like you know whatever you have just practice like going through the songs and like practice a little bit of movement so you like feel comfortable with that Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I'd say like you, you know, you can do as much or as little um, before a show. There are people who literally just go on and wing it. Um, and there are people who are great at that. There are also people 
like me, who, if I didn't have an idea of what I kind of want to say, uh, would be just standing there going, um, um, hi, <laughs> I'm Jordana. Um, <laughs> you know, so um, just know yourself if you're someone who needs to like kind of have a sense like, okay, I think for this course, because it's super big, what if I did something where I pulled the mic stand out dramatically and I like, you know, pulled the mic off the stand dramatically, like, you know, it doesn't have to be choreographed, but just having an idea of kind of like what you might want to do, or even if you practice it every night and it's a little bit different every night, which is mm -hmm. totally fine. Like just, I think giving some thought to it before the night of the show is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And that throat coat tea, that's another just it like, helps. if yeah, if you're coat, feeling down a little bit, 100%, even if you're feeling like your voice great. is 10. Yeah, but yeah. it will. It'll pick you back up for exactly. sure. But yeah, and, and it it helps. I mean, mm -hmm. voice lessons oh, yeah. are a great thing mm -hmm. if you want to be a songwriter. Like oh, just totally. just being able to sing the song. Exactly. Really well. I mean, it sounds kind so of counterintuitive. No, you but can also it's demo really your own songs. Exactly. Too. It's yeah. really important because yeah. I think a lot of times, like if you if it's hard to hear what you're singing or the notes you're singing, it can be a disadvantage uh, when you're trying to pitch songs to other people. Mm -hmm. And like as bad as it sounds, like people do care about when they're like, it's, it has an effect at least subconsciously when they're listening to a song that's being pitched to them, whether like they can really hear the notes and like, just like, and you do know, they like the voice or not? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's half of it. Exactly. And you can get other people to sing on your demos totally. But yeah. um, I think at least, you know, taking some really uh, like just to have a voice where you feel like you can sing your own demos and yeah. be proud of that, I think is I, ha I hadn't even thought of that until I mean, I've written thousands of songs at this point, but the, I wrote with a guy the other day who pulled in a, another writer who was like, oh, okay, because we're writing for like a Blake Shelton thing and he's cutting and um, he's like, oh, he likes this guy's voice. Like, oh, let's bring him in. And so I was like, I, I never thought about that. Yeah. But like, the fact of having a specific voice even totally to pitch, like, yeah it's like um like I said there's this Ryan Tedder course on songwriting like that I uh, looked at and that has some great stuff and um and I remember one of the things that he said is that when he's doing demos he tries to put some stuff on his voice so it doesn't sound too much like him because if people hear a very distinct voice on it too that is like very known like ryan tedder's for one republic is like pretty distinct they can sometimes also back away from that too it's really interesting how subconsciously Psychology. yeah the voice on a song can like you know shift your feelings exactly about it. Yeah. exactly so like you know uh, that's something that i think is just weird to think about but it does matter it matters it mm -hmm. very much matters this has been a blast. <laughs> Let's give Jordana one more round of applause here. Yes. You can hear us clapping very quietly. We can't hear you <laughs> clapping. But um, hey, this has been an absolute blast. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. You're amazing. I'm looking forward to Thursday. We can hop in and work on some music. Yeah, totally. I'm super excited. Thank you guys so much for having me. You're in the right place to learn about songwriting. <laughs> Seth is one of the best writers I know. He is so great at giving advice and teaching and just being a mentor. Uh, so you're totally in the right place. I mean, I literally still learn so much from him every day, just talking to him and going on and watching the course. And like, it's, you're totally in the right place if you want to learn about songwriting. Awesome. Well, thank you. Mm. Thank you for saying sweet. that. Very sweet of you. And uh, for those of y'all who are on, we'll look forward to seeing you on next event. We've got speed writing Thursday. Oh. Thursday. Fun. I'll be okay. hosting that. Be exciting. Yeah. So It'll come out. <laughs> we will see you all then. And uh we'll see you on Song Chasers. Y'all have a great night. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for checking out this special Q&A episode of the Made It in Music podcast. At Full Circle Music, we're constantly developing free and premium resources for anyone who wants to find success in the music industry, because we know it's hard. We've all started with nothing, and we want to help you accomplish the dreams that you've always had for the music you create. You can go to madeitinmusic.com to learn more about our podcast. And if you'd like to actually participate in these training and Q&A sessions live on our Song Chasers community, go to joinsongchasers.com. Joining these sessions is an exclusive opportunity just for members. And we would love to have you join hundreds of other songwriters inside the community if you're interested. Plus, there are dozens of other major benefits that Song Chasers members get that we have designed to help move their careers and goals forward as simply as possible. Again, go to joinsongchasers.com. Thank you for supporting this show, and I hope you'll stick around for the next episode.